1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top-brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say... You really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like
2: now. Go!
3: Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright.
1: Oh, welcome in. Monday, November 14th. Welcome one and all. Andy, Mike, and Jason, the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Producers in the building today, the Borgogan, Papa Josh, Judge Giamatti, uh, Papa Josh, far too cheery.
3: Just he, in general, yeah. But, just in life, yeah. Not like this morning,
1: just every morning. No, but on mornings like this, when you guys, you know, you guys are a little bit, uh, a little sour, a little razzled by a by a rough weekend of fantasy football, and then here's Papa Josh, bouncing off the walls as always in his
2: late forties. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying. Now I know exactly what it was like to be on the Titanic. Right, but I'm not not saying that.
1: <laughs> good. Good. At least we're not being hyperball like this morning. We would never. No, you are essentially the victim of a large. Look, do you ship know the scene? Sinking. You know the
2: scene where it goes way up and the 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 people are hitting the propellers. Oh yeah, they're on dropping. Down. Boing. Yeah. Yeah, that's been awesome. there. Yeah, Bing. been there. Metaphorically, I—that's my fantasy season.
1: <laughs> oh, good. So we'll be reacting to all of that today. We've got studs <laughs> and duds. The weekly rewind. We do have injuries to talk about because fantasy yeah, football.
2: There's a lot, of, a lot of people out there that have been hit by the injuries. Also, uh, <laughs> Jeff Saturday, yeah, Jeff, undefeated. Jeff Saturday gets the big win over the incredible. Las Vegas Raiders, who have still retained their coach.
1: They're very similar to a Titanic as well. Uh,
2: But bonjour, because I am sure that we have picked up hundreds of thousands of listeners from Germany after the sensational game over there. The crowd was incredible. So, bonjour. What's up, everybody? Welcome, bonjour.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why does it seem like we're embittered by London games, but now huge fans of Munich games? Is it because the crowd was singing John Denver? Yeah, the people were incredible. Mm. And... uh, not in London anymore, or is it because uh, we, we've know. been soured
2: on all the London games being like well, the, the Jacksonville only? The, the, <laughs> the, yes, that doesn't help things. Uh, but also the difference being because of of daylight savings time when everyone else switches their clocks. That's right. It moves the games to like an acceptable seven thirty or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, so it was a fun game in Germany. It got a little got a little close at the end. Ridiculous Geno Smith throws, but. Uh, as always, we react to a weekend of fantasy football
2: <laughs>
1: through puns. This is how we process the weekend, and uh, we put out the request for submissions, and you guys, well, you did what you always do. Yes. Well, let's begin here with uh, Wow, Vin Cook. How about Robert Tanyan, Cooper... Hiccup uh, we're, Wait, we're going after Cooper? No, it's it just a hiccup in his career Okay Greg Dolcich
2: Oh, I got another <laughs> yawner here Bore
3: Daryl Patterson
2: Oh, oh but Generic Henry
1: yeah. Oh, Generic Henry uh, Christian, my dear Watson What, what a, a game Just Winfields <laughs> I'm in Roar
2: St. Brown <laughs> That's so stupid that was that's the. That's the one that crosses the that's, line that's for you. That's the one that broke it for me.
1: Alvin Kamara, Saquon Sparkly, Christian Smirk, Clyde Edwards, Despair, and Squashed Palmer, who really Mike, let me down. Yeah, Mike couldn't handle Amon Roar St. Brown.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: so you didn't have I to don't. actually roar.
2: I think that was the problem. Yeah. If you ahead. read it. I'm on roar. Mm, mm, I I disagree. You gotta sell that thing.
1: Would you have preferred um what was it? Christian Watt Father? Because I saw that too. That's kind of up your alley. Changing son to father That's kind of the thing you do with oh. those. You know what I mean?
2: Mm. No. Okay, good. I I didn't no. put that one in there either. I don't do that one.
1: Maybe you're just more embittered by your weekend. You couldn't embrace the maybe, puns.
2: maybe everything's terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? Uh, well, I mean, look, uh, from what I understand, as the Titanic went down, nobody appreciated any puns at that time.
2: Yeah, they probably did not.
1: Into the news we go.
3: News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance.
1: Well, the Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup. Mm. Exited yeah. with a right ankle injury. He will undergo an MRI today. Initial reports are that he avoided a fractured fibula. The concern now is a high ankle sprain, which would sideline him for a while. He was in a ton of pain.
3: Yeah, it didn't look good. Uh, There's a lot of speculation about the, the fibula. Uh, that It's great news that he didn't break his leg, but this you would expect him to miss maybe a month, and this is now a Rams team. Having lost to the Cardinals, that is pretty much out of it, right? Lost this, season. I don't think that they're trying to rush
2: Cooper Cup back to yeah. uh, do anything good for the rest of their season. That's that's a good point. Like you could get him back for the playoffs, or I mean, we we still need more news. But just me speculating, I'd say there's there's a chance they just shut him down.
1: There are implications. I mean, I've seen people speculate on OBJ. I think there's a zero percent chance he goes to Los Angeles. He wants to win. I agree, but. Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, and Tyler Higby, mm-hmm. uh, all going to see a necessarily well, and- or a necessary increase in utilization.
3: And- well, there were an average of 150 targets a game going to Cooper Cup, so those now will have to go somewhere else.
2: I mean, the to me, I mean, we're we're not on the waiver day, of course, but low key Ben Skoranek I think, might be far more involved than people are expecting.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to be more involved than Van
2: Jefferson will be. Yeah, Van Jefferson didn't come into the game until Cooper Cup got hurt.
1: Yeah, the Rams season is uh, it's going down. And if you had Cooper Cup, he was – Same a, Rams, same. It was uh, it, Cooper Cup was a – you know, he's a backbone player for your team. Yeah. Zach Ertz, left knee injury, uh, multiple weeks. Team believes the ACL is intact. He will have an MRI as well. But uh, a n- major knee injury for Zach Ertz. Rondale Moore will be m- even more secure. Yeah, Hopkins, of course. But I mean, you've lost Hollywood Brown. You've lost Zach Ertz now, and they had a ton of targets. But and Zach Ertz was man. He yeah, you're right, Kyle. He looked sad being carted off the field.
2: Yeah, he he looked like he knew. But Rondale Moore is having a very low key breakout season.
3: Yeah, I mean, we saw in the beginning of the year Greg Dulcich in kind of that or Dorch Dorch thank you Greg <laughs> the Dorch, Dorch the Dorchic Dorchic um having a lot of fantasy relevance to start the season kind of in that Rondale role and now he's taking it over that was the hope is now you're getting a more talented player I getting mean, that utilization
1: there's not a big difference between I mean l- l- the targets for Rondale thir- 13, 10 and 8 the last 3 weeks he's been a top 20 wide receiver in all of them that's 136 reception pace so or sorry, he's, top twenty four. Yeah, he's seven, twenty one, and seventeen. Yep. Uh big plays. Couple downfield from that quarterback, uh, Colt McCoy. <laughs> it was nice to see the Cardinals able to move the ball. Oh, did did, you, did, it, oh, did it climb into your mind at all that maybe, Jason, the offense is all right and the execution is wrong? It climbed Considering it, it climbed it looked into, good. It climbed into my mind that maybe
3: the execution is worse than given credit for and
1: all the credit goes to the coaching i still think both are bad juju went down with a very scary concussion yeah he's now in the protocol so uh probably going to miss some time leonard fournette exited with a hip injury the buccaneers do go into the bye though so if you were looking to uh get the kind of full workload to rashad white next week he's not playing yeah, it's uh, really,
3: really interesting because he did get the start in the game. Rashad White started the game. But then, as the game went on, Leonard Fournette was out-touching Rashad White uh, up into the third quarter. Then Fournette gets injury, and Rashad White takes over, has his breakout game. So you go into the bye week, and you're thinking, maybe this will be the time now where this really does become Rashad White's
2: team, you he's, know, he is a, he'll be a top priority pickup.
1: Um, Rashad I hate White. it when you get injury. I mean, <laughs> on a weekend, like if you go out and play, Yeah. uh, Leonard Fournette, hip yeah, injury, Kurt, Khalil Herbert, hip injury.
2: Yeah. The, the Herbert one, we don't,
1: I didn't even know about that till this morning.
2: Yeah. There, I don't know that we have much information on it, but it was a, he left the field and they quickly said he's out. So. You, I mean, that's that's just anecdotal at this point, but a lot of times when a player is, like, even, uh, I think Zach Ertz, he got carted off and they're like, questionable. Right. He might be back. And Wasn't it late in the game, though? And Sometimes Her- that's yeah, part of it, too. It, perhaps, but Khalil Herbert was immediately ruled out, so hopefully he's all right.
1: Cole Komet got banged up as well in this game. Jerry Judy exited oh, with man. an ankle injury. They uh, They're reporting it's not the Achilles, but it is the back of the ankle.
2: The fact that it's not the Achilles after watching it is – that feels like a miracle because it was fully non-contact. He went down, grabbed his Achilles, uh, and it, it looks terrible. But if it's just an ankle, maybe maybe he's back sometime this season. I don't know.
1: Did you see that if they had scored 18 points in every one of their games, they would be 8-1? The Broncos' defense –
3: what is happening to you? If if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, and you're part of the defense, and you're part of the 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 Denver Broncos defense, I am so sorry. Yeah, because you guys are awesome. You might be the best defense in the NFL. Fantastic
2: play, good job, guys. You suck. I mean, we, your team sucks. With with Derek Henry, was in the the pun day getting clowned. Yeah, generic Henry. Like, I mean, that takes a pretty strong defense to make that happen. And yet,
1: another L. Yeah. And now no Jerry Judy for a while. Yep.
3: Yeah. Man, can you imagine how good the Broncos would be with Gino? They'd be really good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not even a joke. Like it's a joke. It's said to make a joke, but it's yeah. actually
2: true. I mean, what we? I think that we still need. I'll, I'll put it out there. I think we still need a little bit of time. To know for sure that Russell Wilson is toast with the injuries that, like... Well, there are a number... A yeah. torn lat, a bum hamstring.
1: Yeah, the hand last year. Um, yeah. The brain. <laughs> the uh, the sandwiches. Yeah. No, I mean, ultimately, there's a process for this. Process one is is going to be to blame the coach. I mean, if he continues to struggle... Oh, I can do that. If, if he continues to struggle, it will be 100% Nathaniel Hackett's fault. Yep. Um, then there's injury, and then eventually acceptance. And that's when you make a trade for like a drew lock and get your offense going uh gerald everett groin injury out deshaun watson eligible to return to practice this voldemort. week and can play in week 13 who's voldemort
3: oh i get it i love it he who, he who shall yeah. not be named
1: okay oh my goodness <laughs> yeah that's
3: a good nickname
1: voldemort it is uh <laughs> pj it's oh man high ankle sprain for pj walker Steve Wilkes said Baker's gonna get the start against Baltimore. Sure. Start your Baltimore Ravens defense. Oh, man. I don't think I'll ever call him anything but Baltimore
3: again <laughs> the rest of my life. That's so good.
1: It's pretty good, man. Uh Jahan Dotson's officially playing tonight. JD McKissick's officially out. And uh that was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at USAA.com slash insurance. There were good stories. There from was the weekend. some. There yeah, was good yeah, yeah. stuff. Let's get into it.
3: This week's fantasy stud muffins.
1: Go ahead, Mike.
2: Justin Fields forever. Oh. It. I mean, look, it took me and Kyle out, but that's all right. Because Justin Fields is a thing. The guy is dominating over the last five weeks. Uh, the leading rusher in the league is quarterback Justin Fields, twelve for twenty through the air. Uh two huge touchdowns to uh start of the week, Cole Komet, who chasing the points came through, but thirteen for a hundred and forty-seven and two on the ground, just a week after breaking the regular season single game rushing record for a quarterback, puts 147 up. This is this is sin. Sational and so much fun to watch. He is on pace to
1: break the single season record for rushing, <laughs> and, and he, just, he will. And he just got started. Like it's if really, had, if you have Justin Fields and you were on yep. the, uh, and you were on the cusp yep. of being a good fantasy team, there is a decent chance you can ride Justin Fields into a championship. Like that is the. It's not a guarantee, but it is a possibility. You do have a bye week coming up. But the defense is that bad, and the offense is that effective now.
2: Well, the the bye week is not for a while, and this week coming up, Atlanta. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if that's good.
1: He's for been, Justin Fields? He's been better again. I mean, it's, yes, it's, it's all good for Justin Fields, but yes. it's not as good as playing a good team.
3: Yeah, you want a team that's going to score points, and you have to play catch up. If he's, you take out the first two weeks where this new coaching staff was trying to figure out what to do with Justin Fields, and obviously it was a very completely different offense in the beginning of the year, since week three on, he's on pace for a 1,500 rushing yard season. That's like as good as a
1: running back can do Yeah, as quarterback. So, you know, I'm, I'm seeing questions about trading-wise with Justin Fields. Would you trade him high? Uh doubt it
2: yeah they I mean usually it's pretty good advice to to trade high when someone's exploding like this but this is the type of player that you if you added him off the waiver wire a week ago two weeks ago I mean when, when a quarterback is putting up 40 to 50 points in your scoring format doubling every other quarterback I don't I don't know why you would trade at this point of the season
1: no you just gotta think I think you keep capturing that you know lightning in a yep. bottle
2: for the rest of the year the thing is about
3: justin fields and i agree with you andy it's better if he plays a good offense a good team i mean we we saw when he played against the dallas cowboys great defense he was a top five quarterback new england in new england he was a top five quarterback right, Obviously, but new
2: england's not a good offense
3: no i'm sure but i'm saying that the defense was scary but if you look at the playoffs week 15 week 16 to start your fantasy playoffs the Philadelphia Eagles, that's a problem. And the Buffalo Bills, that's a problem. I'm saying I think that could be great for Justin Fields. I mean,
2: hmm. if the Buff- I don't know
3: how anybody stops
2: what he's able to do. If the Buffalo Bills have shown anything over the last couple of weeks it's that people can act they can run on them. That's like, true. Running backs have been having success and if Justin Fields is the running back.
1: Maybe just don't worry about the opponent in play yeah, Justin Fields. Yeah. Yep. Well, Patrick Mahomes is really good. Yep. Four more touchdowns. Ran for 39 yards, and then uh, Tua Tungavailoa continues to be hyper-efficient. Yep. off The offense did not punt.
3: Yeah, the whole game.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I don't know if they punted once they brought the backups in with two minutes left or whatever, but up until Tua left the field, they never punted the football. Um, You know, Mike McDaniels got it going with the, this scheme, and they go for it too. I, I don't know how you stop
3: this offense because what – Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert are able to do as a one two punch on the ground while you have the the unbelievable one two punch of Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Like I just don't I don't
1: think you can plan for those four players. They're too fast. It's uh it's been fun to watch in Miami and uh their defense is not strong enough to keep people at bay. So it's it's been fun to you know, it it's crazy. Because you, Miami was a team that was in the Voldemort sweepstakes, as well yes. as Russell Wilson situation. You know, you had oh, we got to move on from Tua. Like Tua is great; like he's playing great football twenty five for thirty two, two eighty five and three. Um, it's been impressive.
3: What are we gonna do? Uh, uh, what, what are we gonna do? Uh, um, in our DraftKings lineups this week without Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle
1: because they're staples.
3: Yeah, they're just they're they're so good, but now they're going on by. That's so sad. I might
1: play them anyway. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's probably my advice to the. Did I do that right, Kyle? For the DFS world, do you play them even on by? Yeah, so, just just lock them in right. Lock them. Got it. Or do. you
2: you play the the wide receiver one for this next guy, for Matt Ryan? Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't I don't know how Matt Ryan's in the studs uh, section. I think with two would... twenty two and one on
2: the. Through he, the air. He had a rushing touchdown as well. Yeah, and I mean thirty eight yards. I think it's, it's not you it's, know oh the quarterback scoring was You
1: just want to talk about Matt Ryan? Is that what it quarterback is? Quarterback
2: scoring was not fantastic this week, but uh Matt Ryan started after the declaration that Sam Ellinger would be the starter for the rest of the season. It and was then a you, genius move by and Matt. And then you Matt's, fire the coach Saturday and you're like, Oh, we should put Matt Ryan back in
1: apparently this was good enough for Qb4 on the week it really uh 222 and one through the air I mean look and he had, on the ground. He,
2: had the, he had the run he had like a so he had finished with 38 yards I thought that the run was 39 yards that sounds about right <laughs> but it was man, seeing Matt Ryan run down the field through open space it was very exhilarating uh Mike let's be accurate jog he jogged down the Okay, field. What, well, no, he was putting the effort in. He was <laughs> yeah, He, was he wasn't jogging, he was running.
1: We did af- immediately following his jaunt, I'll say. Okay, that's fine. Um, we did I did do a little Google search on his age cuz I wanted to see how close I was to Matt Ryan's age cuz that looked like I would have looked going down the field. Uh I Oh, go. On. No, you did you want to <laughs> say I would have been much faster? Go on.
3: No, I, I just wanted to confirm it was a 39-yard run. Good, good.
1: Uh, Aaron Rodgers' first three-touchdown game of the year, all three of them to the rookie, Christian Watson. mm mm-hmm. uh, This was a game in which the Packers, you know, 14 completions for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they established it. Yeah, there was a lot of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, which makes sense. Dak, 26 for 46, passed it 26 more times than Rodgers in the same game. Three touchdowns but two picks. Has Minnesota in Minnesota next week. That'll be an exciting game. Uh, Josh Allen was... Wait, Josh Allen made it on the list? I mean, it was a disappointing game for him. He's definitely struggling right now. Two picks, one touchdown, but 84 rushing yards is going to get you on the list. Okay. Um, Let's skip this next guy here at running back. Uh, (laughs) No, No. I mean, look, Jonathan Taylor, 22 for 147 and one. Uh, He was on the field for 100% of the Colts passing plays. Let's not forget the fallout from Naeem Hines' trade. Sure. Which was, you know, he was a staple on third down, uh, getting out there at least for a, a good portion of them. And now Jonathan Taylor healthy? Yep. Raiders plus explosive plays equals monster game.
3: Yeah, I mean, the the what we've been waiting for is him to be healthy, and you just weren't sure how long it's going to take with the coaching change, what's going to happen, yada, yada, yada. Well, he was back. He was healthy. Philly uh, next week. Yeah, you don't have a 66-yard <laughs> run unless you're healthy, and obviously that is not the best matchup, but they did lose uh, Was Jordan Davis in the middle of that defense. Philly was ran on quite a bit last week, weren't they? So I'm, I'm interested. They'll play tonight, and we'll see how their, their run defense holds up.
1: Uh, We've got other running backs to talk about, but uh, I'm going to take a quick break and then come back and talk about Aaron Jones.
3: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long and they develop into real problems. Talking things out Working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy. Whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life, there's a lot of benefit. And you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com
0: slash footballers. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restriction supply.
1: Twenty-four for one thirty eight and one. Aaron Jones, the RB eight on the year, doing what he
2: does. That's just that seems not fair.
1: Uh he's super good at football.
2: I agree, but so many games of being like so the running back thirty, so he's been the running back twenty-nine or worse five times.
1: So fifty percent. He's like he's, the Aaron
2: Jones of always. Yeah. Just yeah. saying that it feels unfair for it, you to be bad fifty percent of the time, but you're like, Nope, I'm running back eight, baby. Well, because when he's good, he's great. And it's it's weird. You see these boom
3: bust type of players all the time, but they are usually wide receivers who, you know, the Gabe Davis where, you know, you yeah. when he catches the ball, it's usually in the end zone and you get big performances and, and low volume. You don't see that as much with running backs because their volume is more secure, but that's certainly how it is with uh, Aaron
1: Jones. Brooksy, do we have playoff primer this Wednesday? Is that the schedule? Yes, sir. So we'll be looking at some of the end of season schedules for these players, which is going to be pretty important, especially for, you know 50/50 guys like Aaron Jones see what they have uh coming down the stretch Tennessee Philadelphia the next two weeks Saquon Barkley 35 carries yikes for 152 and 1 and they tabled extension talks they had brought them up during the bye week but uh no extension yet
3: yeah i mean it's it's not fair when you get to play Houston um and your Saquon Barkley you can expect a massive performance it's also not fair when you get to play the Lions. And that is
2: who he gets to play yeah, next year. Yeah, Barkley's doing the old uh wait one more matchup. Wait <laughs> right, well, yeah. Well I can get some more value and then he'll bring the contract back up. Dalvin
1: Cook had an eighty one yard touchdown run, went fourteen for one nineteen and one. He's the RB nine on the year, just behind Aaron Jones.
3: Yeah. great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> still got it. He's still got the juice, yeah, man, good. to, he's to good. pull away from people. Uh, James Connor, you guys talked about him as a by candidate. Yeah. He he was also a touchdown, positive touchdown regression candidate. And he scored twice, uh, played 96% of snaps. Yeah. Like, you know, Benjamin didn't even see the field. I think maybe one carry one snap.
2: It was all Connor.
1: Um, so never not working. It kind of came true and never not working for all the names we mentioned. Devin Singletary was another one. He ended up scoring twice this week. Chris Godwin. Yeah, uh, oh, which baby. was also your oh touchdown, baby. Guarantee. Your touchdown guarantee. I was Locked. getting a little scared. Got into the second half. Godwin wasn't getting the targets, but I was scared. I'm just f- I wasn't scared. They f- threw the flag on the touchdown. I was like, no. And then they picked it back. I up. gave him a call. Yeah, thank I, you. I buzzed them. All. I said, no, this one stands. Uh, but you put uh, you put a few bucks down on it, right?
3: I sure did. Paid off. Put a little Sammy.
1: <laughs> put a little Sammy down. How often do you bet 55 instead of 50? All every time,
3: every single time you go through and look at my bets. I'm uh, you go 55 just to get the, for the brand. It's
2: my unit. (laughs) That's a that's That may not be the uh, most responsible of units. No, no, I'm not,
3: I'm not recommending anybody do anything. I'm just saying this is what I'm doing.
1: That's your unit. Let's talk about the Miami super backfield. Uh, Both. Jeff Wilson and Raheem moster scored a rushing touchdown. M- Jeff Wilson was seventeen for one nineteen and one Raheem moster was s- eight for sixty five and one moster had four receptions for twenty two yards Wilson had two for twenty four
2: yeah feels uh feels really good to have dropped Jeff Wilson after the Christian McCaffrey trade. Wow, you shouldn't have done that
1: whoops shouldn't have done that uh wow, yeah, that is um yeah, oh, because because McCaffrey came over. Yeah, Wilson,
2: Wilson wasn't was, traded yet. Yes. Gotcha. It, yeah, gotcha. I mean, it was he was just a backup then, and then he got traded, and now he's the starter I, for Miami. I don't know. It seems like the backup to Christian McCaffrey Fair might be enough. the starter. Uh, bye week for the Dolphins running
1: backs, and then they get Houston on the way out to make up for the missed week. They'll just tack those yards, double up the points. Yeah. yeah. Tony Pollard, twenty-two for one fifteen. First time he's gotten over fifteen carries in a game. Scored a touchdown. Looked great as always. Minnesota next week, we'll see yeah. if Zeke is soft. <laughs> <laughs> His words. His words, not mine. Josh Jacobs, 21 for 78 and a touchdown. He also got targeted a lot in yeah. this game. We, You know, missing Renfro and Waller, we were like, oh, Matt Collins. But well, Josh Jacobs.
3: Yeah, I think you, you will see that more and more. He's a very capable pass catcher, and they need to utilize him in that game. That being said, he's on the road in Denver. This coming week, not a not a great uh, matchup. They He's, are
2: bad. The Raiders.
1: Oh, they're they're real bad, they're and bad. it's it's
2: unraveling. Yeah. Can uh, you start Russell Wilson? No, no. Uh, he maybe. didn't. He already yeah. have a good game. He against He did, the Raiders? but no Jerry yeah. Judy. Now I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm sure there's someone else we could find, but maybe I'd start. It's funny because <laughs> I wouldn't
1: start Russ, but I would start Sutton and Greg D yeah. against the Raiders. So. Yep. Ipso facto, (laughs) Russ should be okay. Deonta Foreman did it again. 31 for 130 and one on Thursday night. If only he
2: could play the Falcons every single week.
1: Oh, that's who he dominated before, right? Yes. What happened last night? Christian McCaffrey, 14 for 38 on the ground. Elijah Mitchell, 18 for 89 on the ground. Targets went to McCaffrey. Yep. Touchdown went to McCaffrey. I mean, was the, this a, was this just hot hand? Like, did Elijah Mitchell have it on that, the ground?
2: That is my interpretation of it because Elijah Mitchell looked great, um, and McCaffrey was pretty inefficient with with his carries. But he got twenty opportunities, and if you if you had finished the game, like if Elijah Mitchell hadn't had uh, not had eighteen for eighty nine, you just said, "Well, we got twenty opportunities for Christian McCaffrey." You'd be like, "Okay." That's not bad. It feels bad when you put it next to the fact that another running back got, 20, got oppor- twenty opportunities. So I mean, it just was everything went to the running back position. They are they're playing for the playoffs. They're going to try and make sure that Christian McCaffrey doesn't get overloaded like he did in Carolina. He, he, so I'm not I'm not super concerned about it. He yet. did
1: have sorry, Jason. He had. 36 opportunities in the previous week so we that's how it feels bad too like his sure his opportunities were nearly cut in half from his super week
3: yeah that being said it was 65 percent of the snaps for christian mccaffrey 35 percent of the snaps for elijah mitchell okay so i don't i don't see elijah mitchell as someone that you can reliably start Uh, obviously he got a ton of carries looked great and you might be able to put him in as a flex option but i you know 35% 35% of the snaps, he's he is the backup here where if you don't get a ton of work, I think you could be disappointed.
2: There's a good run. Arizona, Saints, Miami.
1: And I think That's, Elijah Mitchell, like Mike said, trying to keep McCaffrey a little bit healthier. Um it's good. He wasn't going to stay healthy with 40 opportunities a game, right?
3: No, it's good for the 49ers. It's good for McCaffrey. Ironically, it seems very similar to what they're doing with Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert from that you know same system that went to Miami. Like, just use both.
1: It's funny because as fantasy players, we tell ourselves we want 36, 40 opportunities for your player, but you can't, you know, go back in time and say like, all right, just give me 20, but give me him the whole year. Like you don't get to go back after an injury and say that. Like, oh, no, wait, just take five opportunities right. away for the last six weeks, and I'd rather keep him on the roster. But sometimes that's what it takes.
3: Yeah, I'm always afraid when, when Derrick Henry has his 35 carry
1: game, I'm like, okay, thank you, but maybe calm <laughs> yeah. down a little bit. CeeDee Lamb, let's start at the wide receiver position. CeeDee Lamb, yeah. 15 targets, 11 for 150 and two. Monster game. Huge week. Much better than Waddle over in a dynasty league.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Any regrets? One weekend? Uh,
3: not yet. But it was. It, look, no, it was really, I, I'm, really I'm nice. Just it was very nice to see a an alpha game with Dak Prescott. This is you really haven't uh, seen this type of a performance when given the opportunity before, and being the number one wide receiver on a week that is. Awesome.
1: Is this CeeDee Lamb's highest fantasy total in his career? I have to yes. He I had a I haven't looked
3: it up, but yes.
1: Thirty-one point six points last year in one game. What was it yesterday? Thirty-two.
3: So this Well, there you go. Yeah. I think
1: that might have been CeeDee Lamb's best game. I just verified. It is. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's impressive. And a tough defense, too. So Christian Watson, eight targets, four for one oh seven and three. This team seems very committed to Christian Watson. I mean, every time sure. he's come back from a concussion or a hamstring, which has been like almost a handful of times, they do put him right back out there, and Aaron Rodgers does take a chance on that speed. Two bad drops in this game as well.
3: Uh, thankfully, he caught three touchdowns, So and they won. He's the hero. He'll be very interesting going forward as far as can you actually rely on him? Next 40. week, they're at home again. The Tennessee Titans defense is beatable mm-hmm. by players like Christian Watson specifically. I'm sure I'm going to put him in my lineup and get a
1: goose. <laughs> 42% <laughs> of the targets for Christian Watson. And Mike was bemoaning the usage yeah. of Alan Lazard, but Aaron Rodgers had eyes for for the youngster.
2: Well, I mean, I it made total sense because Watson just kept burning everybody. He's very fast. He's he's very fast.
1: Justin Jefferson, sixteen targets, ten for one ninety-three, one touchdown,
3: including the best catch I've ever seen. It.
1: That's your favorite of all time. I, I think
3: that is my favorite catch I've ever seen. Better than the Odell Beckham catch. It was the Odell. It was the Odell Beckham catch, but with a defender who's <laughs> got his hands on the a, ball. It too. was. A,
1: it was a top-tier catch.
3: It. Yeah, well, the, the, that one in the Edelman one. Those are the two that come to mind. The Edelman
2: S- Super Bowl, the double catch, the double catch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I
1: mean David Tyree's catches in there.
2: The, the yeah, the the Tyree situation was makes it elevated as well. But the the situation for the Jefferson catch was it was fourth and eighteen. Right. If they don't catch this, the game is over because the Bills would have been able to run out the clock, and the defender had two hands on it. Jefferson had one. And took his lunch money. Jefferson is currently sitting at the
1: third most receiving yards by a wide receiver in the first nine games of a season.
2: Ironically, Tyreek Hill
1: is ahead of him this year as well.
2: It's, and, I mean, and Justin Jefferson had uh, like a terrible game, right? Am I remembering that? Like, oh, you're saying earlier. On oh, the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. I can
3: verify that. He's on my league of record team, and he had Dude, his worst don't performance
1: ever. you dare ever. complain about Justin Jefferson.
3: We, I am not. Don't I'm you just, dare. But,
2: just, but saying to be where he is with the yardage, week two, 48 yards. Week three, 14 yards. He had 14 yards against the Lions. Yeah. And here he is just dominating. He's very good. Dallas next week. Yeah, he's fine. Well, always. And then but <laughs> Dallas
1: and then New England. Christian Kirk bounced back again yeah. nine for one oh five and two. So he's been super used in the red zone. And then uh, Devontae Adams, nine for one, twenty six and one. Fourteen targets. He was Keep kind of rolling. He was he was balling out. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, both had big weeks. Gabe Davis, six for ninety three and one, it was great to see. Twelve for one, twenty eight for Diggs, including Another. An amazing one-handed
2: catch yeah. in this game. I mean, he jumped twice his height. I mean, that that Bills, the Bills Vikings game. If you didn't get to experience it live, I am so sorry for you because that is a game that will be into the history books. Yeah, it's certainly the game of the year. The
3: last minute of that <laughs> game was the wild of of regulation was just wild and practical, impossible. And, uh, thankfully the Vikings won. And I say that only because on, on the, the last drive for the bills, there was a booth replay that never happened that should have negated a, a pretty important play.
1: Whenever that, yeah, the Gabe Davis catch that should have been overruled, that instead goes to Gabe Davis and helps his fantasy points. And there are people out there right now had that play been
2: different. Definitely.
1: They win and Gabe Davis doesn't get those points. Amon Ross, St. Brown, 11 targets, or as Mike calls him, Amon Roar, St. Brown. Uh, 10 for 119. Came back to form. Nice to see as well. Didn't get into the end zone. I don't think he scored since like week. Week two. Two. I was going to say three. Yeah, that's been a while. Paris Campbell. Oh, the awful tower is back. Yeah, what was this? Built beam by beam. Yes. By Matt Ryan. Seven for (laughs) 76 and a touchdown. Three games with Matt Ryan, the last three. 97% route participation, 29 targets, 24 receptions, three touchdowns. Paris Campbell is this year's Hunter Renfro of
2: sorts. It is so, it is so baffling that, and it, I mean, it makes sense, but I'm saying that seeing these players where if you're matched up with a certain quarterback, your career goes two completely different directions. Because the way that Sam Ellinger played, Paris Campbell did not get targets. He just that that was not the way that that Sam played football. But Matt Ryan pairs perfectly with the way that Paris Campbell is used in this offense, and he's he's a continue. better play than Michael Pittman. That, that when I was saying the wide receiver one at the when we were talking about Matt Ryan, I was making the joke of it's Paris Campbell because he just he gets nonstop targets.
1: He's a, he's a better play than Pittman. He, his three games with Ryan were all top twelve, and. Naeem Hines is gone. Yeah. Like that is not, you don't have short area targets with Naeem Hines. So we, we've all been, we've all been kind of like uh, taking the brunt of this whole head coaching change quarterback change situation. Like Jason traded away Michael Pittman on the basis of we're stuck with Sam Ellinger, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Jonathan Taylor didn't look great with Sam Ellinger's situation moving forward. That's been changed. Paris
2: Campbell too. Yep.
1: Uh, Kadarius Tony, four for fifty-seven and a touchdown. You had a game where you you're already missing Nicole Hardman due to injury, and now you're going to be missing Juju Smith-Schuster. Tony is dynamic. Yep,
3: he's so crazy out there. And look, we've said this before. A lot of people have said this. He just looks like Tyree Kill in that in that short area burst that pretty much no one else on the planet has. He's now forced into the lineup as far as you know he's going to be playing a really important amount of snaps i i would assume this next week against the chargers he's going to be a must start type of player
1: chris godwin eight targets, six for 71 and a touchdown heads into the bye he
3: uh, i hope you bought low because and maybe you can buy him because he is on the bye week
1: Uh, bye bye
3: bye 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 uh Mm -hmm. You know, there was talk by the Sideline Reporter about Chris Godwin talking about his recovery and his health and the fact that, you know, he hasn't been able to do the same cuts and be the same player yet, but he's feeling like he's finally getting there, and he was like, this is the time I feel like the breakout's about to happen. But now he goes into a week of rest where coming out for the second half of the season, he should be a really, really good fantasy wide receiver.
1: I believe Tom Brady leads the league in pass attempts by a wide margin.
3: Yeah, but it didn't happen this last week. They finally flipped that script. I think this was the most rushing attempts in the last three years for a Tom Brady team.
1: It shows you that efficiency is sometimes more valuable, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, I think the two leading pass attempt players, Herbert and Brady, have struggled for fantasy purposes. This was a game where Brady got in the end zone a couple times. Tight ends. Oh, he got there fast. And <laughs> then took it slow. <laughs> That's where we
3: yes. want to go. If-
2: can, We're it, down in Cocoa, can Colcomet please. It's Kokomo. <laughs> I refuse. Okay. Uh, can Kokomet please be a thing? Uh, please. He, he, sure.
3: He did get injured or four
1: for seventy-four, two touchdowns.
3: Yeah, we will. We'll need to scour the news this week to see if he's good to go. Uh,
1: becoming a thing at tight end is very easy. You just do this once.
2: Well, it's just twice
1: now. I know that's it. so. He's definitely a thing. Damn Atlanta! Good. Come on, just oh, be healthy though. The, my the injury is a a concern. Travis Kelsey, six for eighty-one and a touchdown on seven targets. He's great. He'll continue to be great, especially with the tight or the uh, wide receiver injuries. Dalton Schultz, the doctor. I mean, we, we said this early. He's Go back. get him when yep. Dak returned. His four games with Dex, 7 for 62, 5 for 49, 6 for 74, and now 6 for 54 and a touchdown. Yep, very solid. He is going to be reliable. And that is – that's at the top of the resume for the tight end position. Reliable. Mm-hmm. Juwan Johnson scored again. Uh, Foster Moreau scored. And uh, Tyler Higbee, 8 yep. for th- 73. Yep. Uh, With no Cooper Cup moving forward, Tyler Higbee will become Mr. Necessary. Yep. After the three bad weeks, big start against Arizona. A lot of garbage time uh, with Mr. Wolford as well. Dud time? Sure. Pooped in his big boy pants. It is just not happening for Justin Herbert this year. His his pants are shrinking by the moment.
3: It is not
1: his fault. No, it isn't. I mean, you just have
3: lost all of your weapons. When you don't have Keenan, you don't have Mike Williams, you lose Gerald Everett. I mean, Gerald Everett was probably his best weapon on the field. Think about what I just said. Gerald Everett was his best weapon. And then he loses that. It's not, it's not fair.
1: He is completing 66% of his passes, which he did last year and the year before. So everything that, you know, from completing passes perspective, you just don't have explosive plays. He's keeping them short. Yeah, and uh, Joshua Palmer did not do him any favors yesterday.
3: I w- I will say that that is true, Mike. Watching the game, having Joshua Palmer, I was very disappointed with how often the checkdowns came. So
1: there, uh, you know, yards per attempt is down by one point two, and the offensive line is hurt.
3: Yeah, they they've dealt with so many injuries, and they're still a good team. They are still in that playoff hunt uh you know they won or they were leading for a lot of that game last night but he needs playmakers and he has very few right now
1: do you think uh mike has any regrets about mr andy dalton
2: yeah it did not work out
1: those underpants filled Uh, yeah they are filled filled. and you can't
2: they don't absorb no no that's why you've been sitting in it that's why you wear them uh yeah it uh, was the first i agree but I thought that he would be able to get it done. And the first half, we were trending to exactly what you need of about 200 plus and two touchdowns. But second half really fell apart. There was why won't they play Jameis Winston? I don't know. I do not have any idea what's going on with the quarterback room, and they're insisting to put uh, Andy Dalton. Out it's there. not
1: been great for Olave with Andy Dalton, and it's not been great for the Saints. I don't, their season's lost, I mean, obviously. It's it's over, and now it's, you know, what do they do for the future at quarterback?
2: It's very bizarre. Like, Jameis, I don't know, to me, like, I'm, I'm an outsider, but it seemed like Jameis was playing fine, and then he had a what fractures in his back. Uh, an article came out. I didn't get a chance to read the full article, but it was Jameis Winston saying that he was told he would not be replaced if he took some time to heal, and he got replaced by Andy Dalton because it sounds like Jameis is actually healthy and could play now. Maybe he gets back in next week, though. We
1: shall see Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Jimmy G. Brady was uh, 258-2. How, yeah. mean, how is that a bad finish and the Matt Ryan is a good finish? I'm so confused.
2: The, the, the Matt Ryan had 38 yards and a yeah, rushing touchdown. He had an extra passing touchdown if you count his rushing yards.
1: Okay, all right. Jimmy G got it done, but the, uh, you know, <laughs> the win. What was, what was the record? Ten and two.
3: Ten and two. Jimmy Garoppolo is ten and two when throwing for zero touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, the team is just, the team is so much better when you don't throw touchdowns. How is that a possible stat? I mean,
1: this that's wild. He's great at inspiring you, from the huddle. Yeah, you
2: have and to beer. score to win a game. He's, He's like, like, "Christian, I'm going to hand this ball to you. So good. You you take care of it. Eliza, you be the missile. I'm going to get to put that ball right in your tummy-tum and then you run." <laughs> maybe
1: it makes the defense play harder cuz they know that, you know, it's going to be a slow uh, it tight could, margin.
2: It, yeah, is maybe it's frustrating for the other defense when they're like, Guys, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. This should not be a problem. And then you just start slowly losing. Like, guys, we shouldn't be losing to Jimmy Garoppolo. And then they He's start. He's very handsome. They could be looking at him and in everyone the eyes. start. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the handsome factor. Yeah. He just. Bink. Yeah, <laughs> gets... Oh, the wink. Yeah. Shoots. And then
1: that lets the running backs go wild. <laughs> <laughs> Alvin Kamara, 8 for 26. Dude, what? The Pittsburgh defense
3: is much better with TJ Watt. They were great sure. in the beginning of the year. They lost Watt. They were bad,
2: but they got Watt back. They were good. The, the my biggest what is twelve opportunities for Alvin Kamara. Their in
1: drives it, were ending so
2: quick in a game that was like very close. I I think it was ten to ten at the half. So it was the usage was very bizarre.
1: Anti Dalton. That's that's my yeah.
2: new policy. The
3: the usage. It wasn't like they weren't getting Kamara involved. It was what Andy said. They didn't have very many plays. It was three and out. He had 89% of the running back rush attempts. Like he, he got it all. There just wasn't anything to have because it was a very defensive battle in this game.
1: Very Are you telling me football. that there was a total of nine running back rush attempts? That's is that what the, the math would imply. Because he had eight, and you said 89%. That's weird. Derrick Henry, 19 for 53, did not break the big one, and that hurt you against Denver's staunt defense. Yeah. Staunt? Good. Staunt's not a word, staunch,
3: is it? Staunch, I believe, is the word
2: you're looking for. Yes.
1: I feel like Papa Josh was nodding that it was a word. No?
2: Staunch is a strange word. Staunch is a good word.
1: Staunch. Staunt is a
3: new one. Staunt isn't a word. Right. Uh, staunch is, is a, a good word, but it also... <laughs> One of the things that it it, it just sounds smelly,
1: staunch. Yeah. That's oh, insane. like something gets stuck in your staunch. Uh no. Uh, not,
2: not
3: like so that, much that. Not that. Okay. But like you know, it's just uh, if it's stinky,
2: it's the the actual is, definition is loyal and committed in attitude.
1: Yeah. 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 I have a staunch opinion about you know. Well, I thought I had a staunch opinion about Taysom Hill, but I'm starting to flip.
2: Yeah. I. <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> How's it going, Taysom Hill people? Yeah.
1: I mean, it's somebody who who is invested in Chris Olave. Yeah. You know, it just feels like you are tossing an anvil off the back of your boat when you are finally piecing a drive together. And I know, Taysom Hill is very much when he plays great, you're happy. Yeah. And when he doesn't, you can make fun of it. But, man, he's annoying me right now because <laughs> he's been coming into these games and Welcome doing nothing. To the
2: party, pal. Like, I
1: feel like you're better off. Like, why isn't this offense willing to just play him a quarterback? At least you'd have the Justin Fields right. pathway to success for the Saints offense.
2: Yes. the ev- Everything that's going on with the Saints right now is makes no sense.
1: No. No. Very staunt. Uh, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift. Oh, DeAndre Swift. What is happening? <laughs> you yeah, might have DeAndre Whift on your trade. Yeah, yeah,
3: DeAndre Swift is just simply not healthy, and that's seen by them having him, you know, sub thirty percent snaps. He's not on the field that much. They're trying to help him get healthy and until I mean what what's crazy is he got another touchdown. So he's like He, he almost had two. He, right. Should have had two that yeah. that jump at the goal line was Kyle <laughs> pretty I can't, comical.
1: Kyle, I can't read that definition. Yeah. Uh, but but there is apparently a urban is a word
3: well that's an urban dictionary. oh yeah nope nope Nope.
1: Nope. yep it's it's um hide your kids it's a word that i won't use ever again uh cordero patterson what happened in that game i don't know avery williams was getting carries and, and it was important like end of game drives for the falcons and cordero wasn't anywhere to be seen like do you have any insight there, Kyle? Yeah, they Being, gave a, a third down carry to Williams that was, like, mind blowing. It was important down. Yeah. No, so, no, no comment. No comment from the Atlanta truthers out there. You don't understand the usage. Not a maybe not, he's not just, feeling it. The only thing he's I know is, back. I know Patterson did come out and he had been having to respond to a number of tweets related to yeah. fantasy production.
2: Don't tweet at players.
1: But he did take it in stride.
2: At least. Have you do you know his handle? Uh, I don't remember it It's uh, I don't remember the whole thing but it is, it is C something P but he spells out P like P-E-E mm-hmm. very quality Um, it's a good old P joke right in the Twitter handle
1: I was trying to find him but there's a lot of verified Cordero Patterson
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man so
1: I'm not gonna be able to find it a... <laughs> that's funny is that true uh, or is that just a good joke I was just joking oh that's yeah, a good joke yeah. right. I, I sincerely can't find him But, um, yeah, there you go. Uh, Let's talk about a couple other players here. David Montgomery has been declining, right? Like fantasy production, under 10 points for three straight weeks. These are games that the Bears are scoring 30 points, and he's not producing. He's a backup
3: running back to the starting running back who gets the ball first every time. The ball goes into the hands of Justin Fields. It's very difficult when Fields is rushing for 150 yards to have – anyone else do anything good now that being said if Khalil Herbert misses time we don't know the you know the depth of that hip injury but if you combine what Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery have been doing you got a RB4 you have a you have a decent running back there
1: yeah that would be something to watch this week especially with bye weeks for some other players Uh, you might not pivot away from David Montgomery quite yet as tempting as it might agree Travis Etienne, not a good game against Kansas City. Eleven for forty-five. Did have three targets for twenty-eight yeah, yards. I would just let it go. Jamichael Hasty is seeing the field too much. Agreed. It's he is not hasty. He needs a different name. Uh, Clyde edwards alaire
2: Oh man, do Full. we have? Do you have? We have the sad music. Uh, I'm sure we've got some sad music. I mean, just his stat line: a zero for zero on the ground. Yes, go on. He did see two targets, but his final stat line in the receiving game was also zero for zero. He saw 6% of the snaps. First round pick. I got three more letters for you Clyde Edwards Alaire. BYE. Bring your evening? Yes, that's right. (laughs) You nailed it first try, Mike. Bring your evening.
1: I think you were with me, Jason. I have no idea. He was was just spelling by. Yeah. Yeah, Goodbye. I mean, Clyde, (laughs) Clyde is, uh, he doesn't represent anything positive for your fantasy roster. So to me, I'd rather drop the bomb on the waiver wire, Let somebody else put him on their roster because his name is Clyde
3: Edwards.
2: 100% in games that they're going to be able to run. It's going to be Isaiah Pacheco in games that they have to throw. It's going to be Jarek McKinnon.
3: Do you know, I'm looking this up. Uh, it, it appears he played four total snaps.
1: One was around the goal line. Yeah.
2: Yep. And,
1: and we literally didn't know who it was. We had watched the game so long. It was like, who is that? <laughs>
2: Do you remember him from years past? They made the wrong pick. Yeah. Which, doesn't... which made a lot of us make the wrong pick. Mr. Uh, Reed. Yeah. bray He's Brian Westbrook. <laughs> That's Andy Reid's that voice. that you? <laughs> no, yeah. that's Andy Reid. Oh, please do it again. He's the wildest boy running back in the wilderness. Clyde! Oh. Get on the bench, Clyde. <laughs> I got a seventh rounder to replace you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let man. Let me give you a mustache. He's Brian
1: Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> they are trying to imbue that Brian Westbrook into Clyde. Hey, they were the ones that were telling me these things. Right. That's not on you. No. Should have drafted Jonathan Taylor. Dave would yeah. be really, really good with Jonathan Taylor. You should have traded for Kareem Hunt. Get him back on the roster. Kareem Hunt's not being Speaking used. Of of Kareem what
3: is Hunt. happening with Kareem Hunt? Gonna Kareem- Why did you
1: not trade him? Yeah.
3: You stupid Browns? You're not going to use him? And you're going to just not let him go anywhere and have relevance? Oh, like, that's so upsetting. Kareem
2: punt him
1: off a bridge
3: right yeah, now.
2: Yeah. I mean they I guess it, if you're looking at, you know, the the pick situation, they if Kareem Hunt goes and, and signs anything of a relevant contract, they could get a third round pick uh added just because of, of the compensatory and maybe no one was willing to trade a 3, and so they just said, "Hey, we'd rather wait on the 3 than take a 4."
1: Kareem Hunt is uh not doing it for it's, your fantasy team. I, would you rather have Hunt or Montgomery rest of the season. Montgomery. Okay. Easily. Yeah. And that and Give me the guy playing seventy percent
2: of the snaps as opposed to thirty percent of the snaps. That's what that's what Kareem Hunt played. It's just dumb. I when they were losing That's his lowest of the year. They're losing the whole entire game. Kareem Hunt is a very talented pass catching running back and he saw one target.
1: Yeah, Nick Chubb had uh four targets.
2: I mean it's 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 wild.
1: All right, let's blitz these uh, disappointing wide receivers so that people don't have to think about them too long. Nope. Um. So I'm going to bring up names that I think you could have some real concern with. Okay. okay? Uh, There were dud games for Evans and Waddle, whatever. No one cares. Yep. You keep playing them. But Debo Samuel, let's talk mm-hmm. about Debo because this was a game that they won, and Brandon Ayuk had 84 yards receiving. He did. Debo had 24 yards receiving on two catches. He had four carries, but Debo has not got it going this year. Now, this was the first week back from an injury.
2: And also, it was f- that's four straight games for Brandon Ayuk with 80-plus yards.
1: Yeah, and I I'm, guess I'm curious your opinion, guys, on, you know, Jason, you brought up trading low for Chris Godwin ahead of his breakout performance touchdown. Is Debo fitting that category for you where you look at him right now as the, he's the wide receiver th- 26 on the year. Okay, that doesn't sound so bad. But what do we got? Like one, two finishes inside the top twenty-six.
3: Yeah, I'm. I, I don't view. I don't view Debo as a trade-for target. That's not to say he doesn't have good games here or there along the way. He's super talented. You can't tackle him easily. And if you look at this last game, you know he was on the field for eighty-seven percent of the snaps. That's that's how he's always been used. He's not. You know, uh, because of the the scheme there, you don't have a hundred percent of snaps for uh, Debo. So, his utilization is fine, but now with Christian McCaffrey, I've got worries. And Brandon Ayuk playing well. Brandon Ayuk, 80 yards, four games in a row. George Kittle, uh, you know, Debo. There's just not enough. This isn't a team that I think is going to go out there and score 35, 40 points on a regular basis. They have a great defense, and they run the ball. This is a team that I think is going to win a lot of games with Uh, you know 20 to 24 points and when you divide that up amongst a lot of good options including Christian McCaffrey it's going to be inconsistent for the pass catchers George Kittle will have a good game Brandon Ayuk will have a good game and Debo will have good games but they won't be consistent and they won't be weekly happy starts Chris Olave was just three for
1: 40 any concerns there
2: I mean if it's Andy Dalton yeah
1: Joshua Palmer, three for forty-four, has not really. Again, I'm disappointed in the season for Joshua Palmer. Sure, I thought he was capable of becoming more of a. I mean, especially
2: 100 a hundred yards last week. You know,
1: a part-time alpha, right? Yeah. When your other guys are down. Darnell Mooney, four for fifty-seven. Uh, whatever it is, what it is. Chase Claypool hasn't done anything yet. Uh, let me bring up. Um, <laughs> let me bring up a couple of players. One is Amari Cooper, who, <laughs> Kyle, I mean, this road Amari Cooper. I mean he can't he can't do it, right? I mean, give me the road totals. He's like two for twenty on average. Yeah, this is the simulation that's confirmed <laughs> that when he's on the road, just I mean, Don't how do you it. how do you do that though? He's got Buffalo. In Buffalo next week. On the road. Yeah, no thanks. Put him down. Sit him. Cortland Sutton is a really difficult discussion sure. because it is attempting to find a ruby in a pile in a, of maneuver. In a dookie? Yeah, in a pile of just I mean, I don't want to dig through the manure to hopefully find a gym inside of it. So there's part of me that just wants to distance myself from this offense. Cortland Sutton was six for 66. That is the mark of the beast. Another reason to stay away. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> that, Wow. Josh, have you never heard that joke? We, we tell that joke like every three weeks on this show. Uh, But this one, this time it's real. Yeah. However,
1: the Raiders... However, no Judy. However, Russell Wilson. I mean, Sutton is probably a flex play.
2: 11 targets. So this this isn't me giving you a. Oh, he had 35% of the targets when there was none, but 11 raw targets. That's raw. Raw. He also had a couple of great
3: catches where he had to go up and moss someone. He was coming back to the ball, falling, had to reach behind him on a bad throw. Ca- caught the ball against the Raiders. I'm putting Cortland Sutton in my lineup this next week. Uh, he'll have the target percentage. the The matchup is uh, great, and yeah, you're dis. You're certainly disappointed with six for 66 this last week, but talent opportunity. Just wish he had a quarterback.
1: Yeah. Also, Wandale uh,
3: Man, r- r- Wandale has been oh. useless. Yeah, just to go backwards real quick. I did. Look up the specific splits for Amari Cooper uh home and road. Okay. Twenty one points on average at home. Impressive five on the road. I mean, they are he, he he basically is dominating right now at home, averaging ten targets at home, ninety receiving yards at home, thirty so on the road. He's got a killer mattress.
1: Is that what it is? I was trying to think is it is it it's local Wi Fi or something? I mean I like very comfortable.
2: He's getting whatever rest he gets at home. He doesn't get on the road.
1: Yeah, Kyle. I was, I was having Kyle pull up some of the uh, separation numbers for Cortland Sutton because we've, all, we've seen Sutton throughout his career be able to high ball, you know, go up and yep. get, get it and make a competitive catch, and he's always been good at that. Um, numbers you sending me target separation is ranked 82nd in the league, so that would be, uh, I mean, that's that's way down there for a guy that's supposed to be a, a number one wide receiver. I wonder why he, you know. He just disappears. He's disappeared his whole career, and it's it's bewildering. So, but Las Vegas, if you're going to play him, that's yep. the best matchup you can without Jerry Judy. Wandale is, uh, like I said, he's doing nothing. Yeah, Wandale is is doing absolutely jack Been squat.
2: Very, very disappointing that we haven't seen the numbers increase.
1: I mean, he's not uh, at this point with bye weeks. I don't roster Wandale. That's fine. Alan Lazard, three for forty-five.
2: Yeah, and it was it was all one huge catch in overtime uh it's this is very TBD because Alan Lazard has been quite good on the season the question will be Christian Watson is that breakout something that that the team is looking of this is what we were waiting for we will now heavily feature Christian Watson and Alan Lazard is the wide receiver two for the team or was this just a very specific matchup that Watson was able to exploit. They get Tennessee next week. The passing volume, we said it was very, very low for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so I would still be playing Lazard next week, but eyes will be on it.
1: Jason, Brandon Cooks had seven targets, four for 37. That's kind of what he's called back.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what he's done this
3: year is uh, enough targets to be okay, not enough production to be good for fantasy. Um, obviously, he gets that touchdown. He's not in this section. Uh, but it was nice that he was back out there. And I do think that in the right matchup, you could still start him going forward.
1: All right, real quick here: uh, disappointing tight end performances. Kittle, Everett with the injury. Yeah. Muth, four for thirty-six with really a struggling uh, Kenny Pickett. Like yep. it, He seems very limited right now, and that's going to hurt. Hawkinson, seven for forty-five. I take How that. That's Hawkinson not that's not a bad done. game at all. No I way. Mean,
3: Hawkinson had ten targets. Brooks, delete that out of here. Haters back there. Delete is- it. Hawkinson is a big part of the Vikings it's a great offense.
1: Game. Um Kyle Pitts, two for twenty eight, Greg Dulcich one for eleven, Robert Tunyon one for
2: eight. Uh yeah. But the, the good news for Greg Dulcich, he was still out there essentially like every snap. This it's a He could take his of, offense uh, problem of
1: the Judy situation. He could. And they get the Raiders. Yep. So I think Greg D can climb into your lineup, especially if you lost uh, a tight end like Zachary Ertz
2: to injury. Taysom Hill outscored Clyde edwards alaire by one yard. Just wanted to, per- dude, putting ha- into perspective.
1: Climb that hill, shout it from the top, Mike. This is <laughs> oh, this is your look, time to shine. I mean, he's coming back for like oh, I know, I four hundred yards next. week. I know
2: week. next week. That's uh, th- this is the game that you play when you're anti Taysom Hill. Is they'll name him the starter next it, week? <laughs> like you know those the, the old school movie fights where it's just. Completely unblocked haymakers. But oh yeah! You, and you just absorb it, and then you you just trade them. That's that's me and Taysom Hill. It's it's just good good fun. Anybody else you want to talk about, Jason? No, nobody else. Uh, I'm sure there will be
3: massive duds on my uh, roster tonight <laughs> in Monday Night Football.
1: Good to see we could uh...
2: bringing it back where it belongs in me. my in my heart.
1: <laughs> Division leader over here, Jason Moore, on the way to the playoffs. Yeah. Just. Uh you know emotionally processing the yeah. season yeah. a lot we all, all want to win too we all want to win let's let's uh let's see what happens
2: tonight well we got a big waiver show tomorrow lots of juicy names
1: yep I wonder uh wonder who we're going to talk about it's such a mystery
2: catch you tomorrow everybody enjoy the game tonight stay safe goodbye